Send us a, a little a little tweet at BOD Podcast. And then just tell me what you want! Just tell me! Tell me what you want! At BOD Podcast or brothersofdiscussion.com. That's right. You can now find us. Because <laughs> I bought the domain. Uh, brothersofdiscussion.com. You can find us BODpodcast.com. It's all there, folks. Um... That's right. Somebody I, reached out to us and said, "Hey, yeah, we have a great idea. Wanna... We're going to start a wrestling website, and w- we're actually brothers. Yeah, and we want to have can a website I, called Brothers can I, can I of Discussion. It? We thought of it. <laughs> I just want to read this, and I want to. I, I think we should talk about it. Well, Matt, you already bought that domain name, so you know what? They're going to send us another email. And you know what that email's going to say? We want a domain. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's what I, I'm kind of hoping for that. I feel like I should send them another email and say, so what, what, what's going on here, guys? Um, should I I say this person's name? I don't know. Uh, maybe their first name. All right. I'll just read the message. And and folks, I, I was really charged up reading this earlier to my wife. And, uh, I was, I'm going to tell you, I laughed first. I got really goddamn angry, and I'll tell you why in a second. <gasps> but I feel like go, 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 go. All right, <laughs> here's what happened. happened. Um, got an email on our website. This is our have been, this is our third form submission since we've been in operation. So one out of three form submission, one third of all form submissions that the brothers of discussion receive is about how great our name is. Um, hello, <laughs> my name is. Um, Emmett. I'll say it. Fuck you, Emmett. My name is Emmett, and my actual brother and I are trying to start a podcast of our own, and we thought of the name Brothers of Discussion. We thought we had come up with the best name we've ever heard. Now, doing some research, and here, this is just bad grammar, so I'll fix it. So, I also don't want to lose the drama. So, now, doing... Just a teensy bit of research. I've come to find you guys 
already have the name. This is very discouraging. Not what, mm. not sure what I'm trying to say here, but yeah, it sucks. You guys have our <laughs> name. Well, wow. here's the thing, Emmett. <clears throat> when you read our name on social media, on Google, what have you, on your favorite little podcast device or application, you're not thinking of the name your own, uh, on your own. You're seeing the name, and you're thinking of it later. So, first of all, fuck you for saying we took your name because you're about two years too late, buddy. And secondly, this is my actual brother, my man. So, fuck yourself again. Yeah! <laughs> I just... I don't know if other podcasts have to deal with this. Probably not, because our podcast name is just that fucking awesome. But, Emmett, you can go, you can go fuck yourself, my man. Uh, don't come at me with that passive-aggressive bullshit, uh, because you're not as great as me and my actual brother. Uh, I'm, I'm st- oh. I guess I'm, I'm still a little charged and heated about this. But uh, tell you what, Emmett... Why don't you do us a favor? Do uh, This will be our best opportunity here. Why don't you just follow us, and you can get as close to the Brothers of Discussion as possible, because you can follow us at BOD Podcast. That's on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us that way. And, of course, BODpodcast.com and the brand-new domain, ladies and gentlemen, that you can find, the Brothers of Discussion. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Brothers of Discussion. Discussion.com. Woo! Ooh. Ooh. It hurts. It stings, doesn't it? Oh, you guys were just combing the internets, thinking, oh, what would be a great name for a brotherly podcast? And you stumbled across the greatest podcast name of all time. (laughs) And you and your stupid fake brother. That's right. You don't even have a brother, do you? Yeah. You think you could get a little sympathy with a fake brother? You think you're going to get our name, huh? You think you're going to send us a little posty post and you're, we're just going to give you what you want? Well, guess what? You're not going to get it. Yeah. You're going to have to come up with your own name. <laughs> just like we did. <laughs> Good luck with that. You know what we're not going to do? We're not going to put a post on your website because it's not worth our time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if if he does want to put out content, uh, you know, that'll be great for our SEO because we existed first. So, um, yeah, go right ahead and boost up Brothers of Discussion. Feel free, because they're going to find us on Google. Woo! All right. Now, we got all that personal business out of the way. Um, Mike, I yep. appreciate and loved your promo on Emmett here. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh, man, if you had heard me a couple hours ago telling this story to my wife, I was furious. Like, <clears throat> I'm just going to mention one more thing, but I I do believe <clears throat> that there are societal problems with, uh, like, what, what people should have to live comfortably. But I also think, and this, this is like, I'm, I'm a good human because there's two sides of every issue. I also think that there's a problem with younger generations... And thinking about what they're entitled to. 
My friend. Oh, Matt's Matt's going heel. My friend. All right, Matt. Just because you thought of a thing does not make it yours. And I think this is a good lesson for everybody. You just gotta, you, you know, you gotta shoot first. That's what happened. All right. So that's that's my thing. <laughs> I did go heel a little bit there. I do believe that people do, you know, the, the minimum wage has to go up. I I'm not, you know, that should happen. But you're not entitled to my podcast name just because you thought of it. Um. So that was funsies. Also, trademark coming because fuck this guy. Um, <laughs> and maybe he's winning, you know, because I'm buying domain names and trademarking our podcast. But, uh, eh. Mm, yeah. Any hoozles. Ladies and gentlemen, one more quick thing I want to mention. <clears throat> if you could go to uh, the BOD podcast uh, Twitter or Facebook... I'm going to be putting up a poll tonight. I would like to know if you guys would actually buy t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats. I love hats, so I'm building out a hat. Just, you know, I'd buy, I'll buy one just for me. And Mikey... Can- I have a weird sh- I have a weird shaped head. So <laughs> if if we can not do hats, like the hats don't help the weird shaped head. So What about like a like a beanie or like the winter? Oh. Yeah. That would be a good idea. I, I would be on board with that, for sure. So I'll, I'll be posting that survey later uh, for everybody, and uh, I hope that you'll take a moment of your time um, and uh, and let us... We will. We might charge extra, too, for, like, uh, hats that we wear in the ring. I mean, you know, it's got game-worn sweat on it. Oh, uh, Jesus. Well, actually, we'll record an episode in those hats and then sell those. <laughs> Did you see that Big Cass was selling his his ring gear online? Ew! Game worn want that? or uh, match worn uh, onesies or his uh, his shorts? <laughs> I don't I don't know why anybody would want that. Big Cass, that, that's a uh, that's a big stretch there. But we do have to get into some goddamn wrestling. Um, Mike, let's get into our tidbits here. Maybe we should have that be like a weekly. Um, Thing. segment segment yeah i'm i'm drinking again today so i'm i'm, I'm off the wagon uh, <laughs> all right man let me help you out here uh tidbits yeah uh oh yeah all right we got uh man we just i can't it, there's been so much wrestling i forgot that this past sunday was fast lane um <laughs> i think my expectations yeah we're down the toilet for this uh entire event because, you know, we knew there weren't, any, weren't going to be any title changes. Uh, Got to keep the status quo because we're just weeks away from WrestleMania. But, Matt, overall, fast lane, were your expectations met? Exceeded? Hot tag? Exceeded. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was definitely exceeded. I, I had a lot of fun watching the Shield kick butt where I kind of groaned a little. Um, when that was, you know, once we realized that was the final match, um, I did enjoy, like, the Kofi storyline, getting that extra little push. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's obvious what's happening here, but I still, I'm enjoying myself. Um, Yeah, they're doing a really good job of dragging that out. Um, and I like, I I agree, I like that house show element to it, where there, it, it was multiple segments over the course of the night. Um, you know, it was touched upon with the tag team match in the pre-show. Uh, Kofi had a backstage segment. 
And then, you know, he got the swerve when he got in the ring and ended up being in a handicap match against the bar instead of in a, a triple threat for the title. Now, Mike, can I, can I, I mean, this, this might go back to our email conversation, but, um, I want a hot, ta- I want to give you a hot tag question. Did, did Vince speak some truth in, uh, his promo, uh, on SmackDown where he was telling Kofi what's what? I think what you're referring to is, is Vince, uh, kind of not quite verbally undressing Kofi, but you know, bringing some reality to to the story where, you know, if, if you deserved a title shot, you know, you would have gotten it already. Yeah. Um, and I think there is some element of truth to that, especially when the three members of the New Day were in the ring. They all had a chance with the microphone, and I'd say the weakest of the three promos is the guy we're pushing the hardest right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Big E is the strongest. He's, you know, probably got the, the most interesting move set to watch. You know, even though it's not as athletic as, as Xavier and Kofi, um, his gyrations, his power moves, his belly-to-bellies, um, his suicide dives where he almost kills himself, um, the big ending, um, I think, it, you know, you combine that with what he did, uh, especially on Monday, you know, or Tuesday, where he was all fired up on the microphone, I, I could definitely see him being champion. Yep. Uh, same with Xavier, he's, you know... For me, he's a little bit less athletic, Kofi, but a, a better, um, you know, talking head, yeah, he's, if you will. He's a good sailor, and I man. think, yeah, I think that's going to be a little bit more important in terms of being a, a champion and a, a face of the company that you know has to do constant interviews all over. Kofi is a really good athlete, but uh, you know, he had a moment to prove himself there and. It's not that he did a bad job or a you know a terrible promo, but I think he was outshone by the other members of the New Day. Yeah, and he, you know he even has the benefit of having the juiciest story. You know, like he he has that benefit of even if he said something that wasn't completely on, we're all going to be behind him because we you know in in, in the strange world that we live in, it, it, there is still that he deserves it because he's been wrestling for so long. And if he were, you know, to, to run the indie scene, he'd probably get a shot at a title, like, right away. Um, right. And that's, you know, that, that there's always the conversation about what do people want and things like that. You know, what, you know, what do they what do they need out of their career? Uh, th- that type of conversation. But, you know, there there's it's just in this perspective of the fans and what we want and... We'll we'll get behind anything. But I think, you know, to your point, if, if we were honest... Um, you know that's that's pretty much what we were doing this past week is is giving Kofi this green light that he could do and say whatever, and we're just gonna be on board because we do want to see him in that title match. Which I, you know, we could argue that maybe maybe that's what we do with a guy like AJ Styles week after week. But you know, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother can of worms to get into about. I mean, obviously, Kofi is AJ Styles. I, I just he's he's on that level. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I know, I I know what you're going for. I know what you're trying to do. Um, I'm stirring the AJ pot. Does, I, I AJ... agree with Vince McMahon. Like, I agreed with what he said, and I never really. You know what? You know what the thing is. You have a food that becomes your favorite, but you know what? It wasn't your favorite till you tried it the first time. And I never, 
I ne- like Kofi was never a guy I needed in the main event in WrestleMania until he was in Elimination Chamber and beating guys for you know on a SmackDown he beat everybody then he's pinning everybody in Elimination Chamber and then you're kind of like you know what that would be kind of neat let's give Co-. you know what I- like that's what this is this isn't anything I think I wanted before we got a taste of it. Well, I think, you know, what's going to be funny about this is it only happened because of a Mustafa Ali injury. Yep. Um, you know, he got to do the gauntlet match. They gave him a big push at Elimination Chamber. Week to week, he's getting, uh, you know, prominent spots on the on the TV programs. And now he's, you know, going to be more than likely fighting for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. And I think there's a pretty strong likelihood of him getting the Naomi spot where he gets his, his big break. You know, this year gets his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. No, I. But I, I think agree. what's weird. What's weird about it is, <clears throat> uh, you know, they gave him this big opportunity on that on that initial Tuesday. Uh, the crowd was really into it, and it kind of felt like they, you know, found you know lightning in a bottle. And it's just, it's just interesting the way they um, they gauge what we're gonna really be behind. Because, you know, in a month, we're going to be just a year removed from Nakamura cashing in his Royal Rumble victory. And, you know, what we thought was going to be the, the you know, the christening of this new champion. Um, you know, knowing, knowing to get him better over than AJ Styles. Um, you know, they have the history behind them. And instead, you know, Shinsuke never, ever won. We never held it for a day. Um and I, I, it's just weird that basically in, in six weeks worth of build, it's it looks <clears throat> almost inevitable that, that Kofi's going to get some sort of brief run with the belt, you know, maybe immediately losing it back on, you know, the Tuesday after Mania. But it's just weird that, you know, after years of buildup in NXT, um, you know, really a couple of hot months for Nakamura uh, last year, and then he gets his uh, Mania moment taken away from him, and all he does is punch AJ in the balls, so... Um, it's memorable. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this means. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't know what this means as far as you know, because neither of those guys are, you know, putting out, um, you know, a plus promos between Shinsuke and Kofi. I think Shinsuke's are easily funnier, you know, with his limited english vocabulary uh but kofi's got the longevity um you know he's already got the mouthpieces with Big E and xavier behind him so i don't know it's 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 really bizarre that they're gonna with this this short run that they think this is a money spot and that nakamura wasn't well maybe they're trying to learn from their mistakes I, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll know more like once we see the uh, you know to that to that end you know to figure out did they learn anything we'll we'll know after WrestleMania. But I mean, somebody made a good point that uh, online and I I can't remember who it was, but they they said you know you've got three three giant matches um, with uh, you know a clear face and a heel now or at least a clear face that we will we, we'll be rooting for at wrestlemania 
you've got Becky Lynch, you've got Kofi, and you've got Seth Rollins. We are yeah. not going to get three victories out of those matches. So who's going to lose? Ooh. And you don't necessarily need to answer right now, but it's just that idea, like going back to what you're saying about Shinsuke, you know, and, and what our expectations are, and you kind of, you know, is is the reward that Kofi's in the main event of WrestleMania, you know, or is it him holding the gold at the end of it, you know? Yeah. We've also got to... I guess that's... Go ahead. I guess that's a good point as far as, you know, only one of those three is probably going to have a mania moment. Um, yikes. Maybe that doesn't bode well for Kofi. Because um, <laughs> it smells like... and it, we, I, I don't know. It's going to be, you know, we got tons of weeks to go over this. So right. um, just a little nugget there. But it's the other thing I wanted to mention with Fastlane, uh, kind of segueing off of Mustafa Ali. Um, he had a match. He, uh, so you know, you I guess did. his boot... His boo-boos are all better. Yep. Uh, you know, he got to fight for the title against Daniel Bryan and uh, Kevin Owens. Um, obviously, with those three names, you know, you know you're going to get an A-plus in the ring. I just thought that <clears throat> what was really impressive is the crowd went into that match giving it hell. Um, when Mustafa Ali came out, the, the reaction he got, the first thing I thought of was, Oh, God. The 2013 Royal Rumble when number 30 came out and it was Rey Mysterio instead of Daniel Bryan. Yep. That's what that crowd sounded like. Yep. And what was an a honest-to-God wrestling miracle, those three men beat the shit out of each other so expertly that it, it turned the crowd around and they were invested like they were supposed to. You know, uh, mildly cheering for uh, Mustafa and then, you know, Giving pops for Kevin because he was close to becoming champion, um, and booing Brian appropriately, not just because you know they were upset with the what the match became. So, really, just you know, really tough thing to do, uh, you know, to have a crowd do a one eighty mid match where the the spots were so strong that they forgot that they were upset earlier. So, just wanted to give kudos to that because yeah. it, it was it was I can't think of another. You know, I, w- I bet they wish they could have done that in the Royal Rumble, you know. Um, like, have Rey Mysterio roll under the ring, uh, you know, and then from under the ring, Daniel Bryan is wearing a luchador mask, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> he goes through to win it and then unmasks himself, uh, you know, as Daniel Bryan. That, that That's not a bad idea, uh, you know. I'm sure we'll now be seeing that at some point, because, yep. you, know, you know, they listen to our podcast. Always planting the seeds uh, here, Brothers of Discussion. Yep, the original Brothers of Discussion. <laughs> That's what we should change our names to before they... <laughs> um, the one and only. Yeah, we got a lot of domain names we gotta buy. Fuck. Matt, uh, any final thoughts for Fastlane there? Um, No, I think I think overall, like, if you go into a night thinking you're wasting your time, or, you know, you're, you're kind of like... Oh, I thought of one real quick. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the last time we had one pay-per-view that had three tag team matches on it. Yeah. Um, well, tag team title defenses. We also had, uh, you know, a tag team fight in the pre-show. Um, and I thought the, you know, Bra and SmackDown men both had a really strong match. And, you know, Sasha and Nia in the women's one, they did about what, the, you know, we're accustomed to seeing from them. Uh, <laughs> some... Yeah. 
you know, you know, really putting the drop in Samoan drop. Uh, you know, it's it really awkward, you know, botches there, but, you know, Bailey was giving it her all, you know, working against, you know, uh, people who are not super great at, you know, taking bumps for you. So I, honest to God, that match reminded me how, how much I used to love Bailey in NXT. Um, cause I feel like she had to carry a lot of the, the in-ring action. Um, but yeah, the, the men did really well. Like even Shane and Miz, that storyline actually interested me and I'm falling out of my chair. I can't believe I'd ever say that sentence. Cause I, I think we all thought, uh, Miz was going to be turning heel, but instead the mega swerve, uh, Shane yeah, I... turns on the Miz, hits him in the back of the head. That, that actually makes me want to watch that mania match that it, it went a little off script. Well, I think they've also been pushing all the, uh, I guess now Batista's kind of ruining that, but they've been pushing the whole McMahon family to being kind of evil, you know, starting with Vince, and then it's like Stephanie and Triple H just get to play the, oh, shucks, he's the last guy, so they're still not really good. But now, right. yeah, now it always seemed like Shane was always the good guy, and now now he's kind of, like, joining the family. But, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see that, that story uh, moving forward, too, and I... I, I I you know the Miz is is does a wonderful job as as a heel, but this will be really fun to see him as the sympathetic figure. And I I would say so far, it's going great. <laughs> well, I think uh, you know the past couple years, you know Shane doesn't win at WrestleMania. He just you know participates and kind of you know helps you get a, a more understandable rooting interest, either you know yay or nay. Um, so, you know, in some capacity, at least, you know, it looks like Miz will, you know, it's been a while since he won at WrestleMania, so it, it smells like this will probably be his comeuppance against, uh, you know, the boss's son. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, the Revival got a win on a pay-per-view. They got an entrance. My God. Um, <laughs> we got to see Alistair and Ricochet in their first pay-per-view, and, you know, they did perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, what we've come to expect from them. Um, I know it gave you a little popsky when, uh, you know, you got upset at some internet trolls who said Ricochet is repetitive and the same thing every week. And, you know, I got a popsky out of you and I said, you know, he's repetitive in the same way that an orgasm is. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 they're, they're both wonderful, repetitive <laughs> things that I want to keep happening every single day uh, if I could. I don't know, baby. I just came yesterday. I'm good. Do you know what I want. I, you know what? If we can jump on that, you know what, folks? Every goddamn wrestler has a fucking move set that they're good at. They're all fucking repetitive, but you've got a guy that does the 450s and the 680s. That that's not a bad thing. You're you're feeding like this Jim Cornette, Vince Russo, uh, narrative. Why? Why? There's no reason to do that. These guys, like, you owe them nothing. There's no reason to just blindly follow the silly narrative that there's there's too many uh, spots. A spot fest? Go fuck yourself with a spot fest. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, you know, those, those people aren't, they're not for this show. Um, I just want to say, now that you mention it, um, the one thing that does kind of bum me out is Ricochet... Um, 
He used up that, that running leapfrog over the turnbuckle. He wasted it on a fast lane. Yeah. But I, I still enjoyed seeing it. I, I uh, Yeah, I loved seeing rewind it. Rewind and watch it again. I know. I just, I, I was hoping, you know, I don't want him to, you know, show everything. Um, oh, I want to see everything. <laughs> that up. was a that was a double one. <laughs> I'm doing my um, Casey Catanzaro impression over here. Uh, yeah. Just, all right. Just because I was making a joke about wanting to see Ricochet's. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just at some point want to see some more promo work out of black and uh ricochet but you know we'll get there we got plenty of time yay uh uh matt i think that about wraps it up for fast lane uh other tidbits this week kurt angle monday night raw announced he is going to hang him up he's gonna hang him up breaking kurt angle hanging him up (laughs) matt uh you know i i don't think we necessarily want to dive into favorite moments um i think we could probably you know, save that for, you know, another show. I think I think what we want to talk about just for a minute is who is most deserving to retire him. And I'm going to hot tag you because I'm going to give you what I think is, for me, kind of an unfortunately likely answer, but not the most exciting one, if only because it would be a full circle story coming to completion. Mm. Matt, hot tag, if you had to put money down, are you putting it on Jason Jordan or the field? Oh, I'm putting it on uh, John Cena. So Matt's going the field. I thought oh. I thought you were saying a story coming full circle because John Cena started his career with Kurt Angle. Oh and then ended. no! God, that's a way older circle. I think Jason <laughs> Jordan is never wrestling again. I could be wrong. Mm. I think he, he's got a broken freaking neck. Um, he really is his father's son. Yeah, I think... I don't know. Well, well let's talk about it while I'm Googling it. Um, Jason Jordan. Um, la, la, Have la. we... Because we haven't heard from Cena in a while. Right. Um, is he confirmed yet for, uh, to fight at WrestleMania? I, I think... Uh, confirmed is a strong word, but I, I think it's expected um i think the i think you know what kind of stinks about it is you know last year he had to do those kind of goofy promos with the undertaker with you know basically no build because i didn't get to interact very much i'm kind of bummed because i think what you're saying it would be a perfect circle to complete um you know for cena to retire kurt angle um that you know that would be one of those times where we you know because wwe is not a huge fan of um you know acknowledging what's happened in the past yeah especially you know you know i don't even have to say i don't even have to make a distinction uh recent past long ago uh they're they're not too keen on doing that i this would be really fun to watch those promos um to watch those debut moments between kurt angle uh introducing john cena to wwe um, and i i and that you, you know and that reminds me too. It 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 you know I saw people kind of bitching about you know why at WrestleMania are we getting something like for example, uh, Batista versus Triple H, um, 
you know, we're going to get another Brock Lesnar title defense. And in all likelihood, we're going to get Kurt Angle versus John Cena. Why aren't the younger talents getting more time? And I think that maybe in previous years that would have bothered me, but WrestleMania is just its own animal. You know, it's trying to get everybody who's, you know, in some capacity liked pro wrestling. And, you know, this, for me, as a Kurt Angle fan, as somebody who appreciates John Cena, but also, you know, I can also like Ricochet and Aleister Black, I do want to see Kurt Angle say goodbye. You know, I, I would watch, you know, a 10, 12-minute match, because I don't want to see Kurt get hurt. You know, not a 20-minute extravaganza, but um, I want this. To, this should be at WrestleMania. I think that Batista match, you know, that, that makes me want to watch WrestleMania more. Um, you know, I want to see Drax versus, you know, uh, the babysitter. I want to see those <laughs> matchups. Um, yeah, did you find anything yet confirming John? But Oh, confirming John? No, but I... I oh, you're looking up Jason Jordan's Yeah, career. I did see Ringside News reported he'll never wrestle again for the WWE. Um, oh. yeah. And, and I think, you know, that's part of the reason why Chad Gable's been jumping around and teaming with a bunch of different people. Um, yeah. yeah, I hate to, I hate to blow out that fire, but I, I, that would have been fun. And I, I, what I read while, um, uh, while doing this research was that that was the plan for WrestleMania 34 was, was going to be Jason Jordan versus Kurt Angle. And then, uh, uh and then he okay. ruined it um yeah. but uh, i mean the john cena thing kind of feels like they'll get a popski when he comes out and announces himself and you know i i mean it, it'll be fun we're not wasting kurt angle's lack of talent on one of the young guys like i it'll be the match it should be with john cena rather than this hope that you know like a ricochet or alistair is gonna build him up um and i i, I don't like i would never want that i would never want kurt angle versus one of those two but i'm just you know like to to this extent of like uh any young guy is kind of where where my head's at but yeah and, and i think this follows like what you're saying with uh with batista and triple h like it's just you know what those guys can actually put together a story that makes sense like a story we can get like the promo that happened this past Monday did not need to happen. It did not need to get that right. deep because they have a history. They have a past. There didn't need to be this these two babies screaming at each other. But uh, the same thing with John Cena. Uh, you know, you, you're going to have a story that, um, you know, as like you said, the, the older circle goes. Um, it'll, it'll come to a close for Cena and Kurt Angle. And I don't think it'll go down as like a heel face i think it'll be a mutual uh, mutual respect kind of um feud um and i just well here's the thing yeah it, well i, I was gonna say quick. it doesn't need to be a 20 minute match either when it's just those two guys you're gonna get two great entrances you're gonna get a story that makes sense and then you're gonna get you know kurt angle waving goodbye to everybody uh, and you don't want you don't want a bad guy to retire kurt angle like i mean you don't want to create a bad guy i'm sorry you don't want to create a bad guy out of a good guy. Like John can retire Kurt Angle and it won't hurt him. Same, same as Shawn right. Michaels ending Ric Flair. All right. The one thing is, all right. If you had to again put money down, do you think that we'd get, um, you know, one or two weeks of John coming out and saying, "Hey, let's let's finish what we started," 
Or do you think it would be better for Kurt Angle to have a mystery opponent that ends up being Cena? And he comes out and cuts a short promo, you know, shows a video package, and then they fight. You know what? I was watching the video uh, from WrestleMania when The Rock was beating the shit out of the entire Wyatt family all by himself. Um, And then they were finally going to get some licks in, and then John Cena came out. That was like one of the first times I remember, because I'm one of those guys that, that was one of the groaners when Cena would come out. That was one of the first times I was like, oh, it's John Cena, yeah! Like, I was, <laughs> I, you know, we, I mean, I wouldn't, I shouldn't say I was at home. We were together watching that happen. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that, that was such a great moment. And I think John doesn't need to build up anything. And I also think he's got a full schedule. So, I think this works better for, for Cena's schedule. I think, um... I think Kurt would do much better to, you know, have a tour kind of deal and fight a bunch of guys and get some get some victories going into WrestleMania, and then kind of make it, yeah. you know, maybe maybe even have John come out like never give a promo, but like look focused, you know, don't even smile when you get to the ring, just like make him look like you know this is the unbeatable force for you, Kurt Angle, right. and then you know have have seen a win kind of deal like that's that's a good way to book that and I, I like that you you came up with that uh or have that idea because that i i really like that way more than john coming out next monday and now that we're saying this i mean it's one thing when the wwe is listening all the time and they take our ideas but they also like to shit on us sometimes and do the exact opposite thing we say so john will be on on monday <laughs> announcing he'll be challenging kurt angle for his his career in gold medals man well you know just another thing to be pumped about um you know that weekend we also look at uh um the hall of fame which you know dx uh, i like it for me i'm like i thought they're already in there yeah um but uh we got a big announcement this week i thought honky tonk man was already in is he in twice now no but they probably you know what they probably did? They probably just removed him and they scrubbed the internet and they're like, there's nobody else to put in. Well, just put in fucking Honky Tonk Man again. Nobody will notice. So we're going to get Harlem Heat this year. Yeah. I think the first team that uh, we loved yeah. on WCW. You know what I pictured uh, when I saw that they were inducted? I pictured Nintendo 64, NWO versus WCW, maybe the other way around. When we would tag together, and we would specific, we'd pick Harlem Heat, but with purple pants. We did purple yeah. pants with the little flames on it. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. And we would spend hours trying to do, like, the exact finisher of the, like, the scissor kick off, off thrown against the ropes. And it was impossible. Yeah. You could not do it because of the way the game tagged people in and out. But we would try yeah. it for hours. I, like... It, it would have been great to have the internet work as well as it does now so that I could just yeah. Google, is this possible, and have another million people having asked that question on Yahoo Answers and having, you know, another million people say no. No. Instead, in that, in that day, we we would just try it over and over and over. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we'd fail, but it was so, like, that's, I think, what helped me fall in love with harlem heat so much i mean uh we weren't around for the uh you know when they were coming for you 
Sucker. We yeah, we coming for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, we were watching them fight. Uh, you know, like the Steiners. We saw them fight. Uh, oh God. The Outsiders. We had them fight. Uh, in some capacity, it was always like Sting and Luger for some reason, or we'd put you know just some mismatch like Hogan and uh, Macho Man when he had the black and white. Uh, they were our, they were our heroes. I know that looking back. They had a lot of heel segments, uh, but for us, I don't know why. I don't know why we were so um, enamored with them as the baby faces. Uh, you know, in our own heads, they were. I think they were baby faces more often to us than they were uh, presented on TV. Um, I don't know. I think we we liked that they they were real brothers. They didn't look like dorks like Rick Steiner with that that goofy helmet he was always wearing. Um, they had the cool song. You know, it was referencing the warriors which is a you know movie we really love and uh i don't know they had the fire gimmick uh they had the big explosion when they'd walk out on wcw nitros and uh, i think it's, I don't know. it's they, an element now that the wwe is kind of missing is and i you know i do get really mad when people you know they ask what's wrong with wwe and then their answer is there's no pyro <laughs> but <laughs> That is one thing where, like, at, from a child's perspective... So, like, when a, an adult says that, shut the fuck <laughs> Grow up, man. Right. But as a child, <laughs> I think that was part of the love of Harlem Heat was, you know, the music and then seeing those big old flames going up. And, you know, it kind of fit, you know, like the, the burning flame and the rush of, of, like, the chemical reaction, just that... <sighs> but then in the background, you had that, yes, yes, yes no 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 you know like that that awesome can you do it sucker yeah and then a the little whispering in the background can you do it sucker Man, we used to be flying around the basement singing that song. We were beating up every tag team that WCW would throw at us. God, we should do, like, a, a, a Monday Nitro review. Like, go back and watch 97 Nitros, 98. Well, maybe we just 97. 96, 97. And then Mick Foley happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, besides that, Matt, we should probably get to move to something a little... recent we'll look at some more stuff that happened this week but uh you know we didn't want to not talk about our favorite team and uh you know uh stevie ray is going to be in the hall of fame yay uh, booker this will be his second time you know he got to go in as a singles wrestler uh pretty cool to see stevie ray in there but um very uh uh what do you say uh his um limited uh or oh my god I do so bad when I drink when we're doing this show. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just trying to say. It'll be Booker T, Mike, uh, Sean, I almost said Michael Sean. Jesus Christ. Sean Michaels <laughs> and Ric Flair uh, as the uh, multiple induction, inducted peoples. Jesus. Hmm. It's time, wow. time for sleepy poo. <laughs> You work. You work. Working on your uh, uh, Jeff Hardy promos over there. You okay? Yeah, I'm not allowed to complain about Kofi anymore. Ha! Ah! Ah! 
that's my Akira Tozawa promo. Um, well, that was my that was my Batista the week before when he was going, huh? Oh, right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, what do you think? You want to get into a uh, little NXT this week? Uh, we're pushing, uh, what are we at? 43 40, minutes. Almost 43 minutes here. Yeah, let's let's jump into the new guys. Do you want to hit NXT UK at all? Because I really only have one thing I super duper... Oh, wait. Two things I super duper want to touch on with that. Uh, I think, basically, this segment was so funny that I think we need to start having, like, Barb of the Week. Um, because Supernova, Noam Dar. Oh, my I'm God. I have Dar, Dar Barbs. I think we're going to have Dar's Barbs on the crowd. Uh, because he didn't, he wasn't even quite doing a heel promo. Um, he just kind of came out and he's, he's so excited that, you know, they're going to be in Scotland for the, the next big event for UK and the crowd just started booing. And then he just did a, oh, just a perfectly, uh, yeah. sarcastic, you know, impression. I'm going, he said where we're not from. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> It was like Jericho esque. Like it was that that perfectly executed. That you know that off the cuff, that funny. Um, in some capacity, I think every week we're gonna have to start finding like funniest line because that's right up there. Um, it's kind of a bummer that he's with Mark Andrews, who for me is. I can't get past the song. I can't do it. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I can't do it. I'm sorry. He's a wonderful Wait, wrestler. Keep going. I've, I've, I was waving my arms. Oh my it's god! So much fun. <laughs> um, no, yeah. that, that's that's I, one I'm of the. I'm excited to see more Dar. Uh, that's one of the two things I w- I wanted to touch on. I I just thought it was amazing that he walked out and he just had this aura like he he was the king of NXT UK despite having lost his matches that he he's wrestled in NXT UK losing to Pete Dunne. But it was just he's lost, yeah. And he's he, lost countless matches. Yeah, and, and he, he he came out. The crowd was quiet, but because they wanted to hear what he had to say, and he just he had this presence, this aura of like I own this division, and I don't know where it came from because, and I I'm no respect or no disrespect, but he was kind of a joke on two hundred five live, and now I think this is where he's supposed to be. He he looks yeah. like a super duper star right now, and he's yep. he's selling it. And I think, Mike, this will lead into part two. I think he does need a long feud with Pete Dunne, and Pete yeah, Dunne I mean, uh, cannot lose it, that NXT UK championship. <laughs> but go ahead, we'll get into that in a well, second. I, you know, as far as a long term feud with Pete Dunne, I think that kind of ties into the next thing we want to talk about with uk and that's the surprisingly disappointing tag team match we saw from uh the coffee brothers who back together plus job they did an a plus job yeah uh, mark and joe walter fantastic done holy mackerel did they look awkward um can i i will just we'll say the positive here first mark should be in a tag match with his brother joe uh when he's tagging with wolfgang When he's tagging yeah. with Joe, no, I mean number one, Joe is another super duper star. That guy's his promos are getting better, and he's kind of sticking to the brand of Gallus, and I like that. 
but it's just the chemistry obviously that these two brothers have is is really fun tag wrestling to watch um but now to the negatives no you know what before we do that i also want to touch on like part of that is those you know three of the four guys in the match you know they have a lot of chemistry um you know one of them's a newcomer that's walter but like they did a couple spots where um like pete dunn would do a one of his signature moves and then walter would try to copy it yeah what i really liked was when the coffee brothers tried to kind of emulate that a little bit and try to one-up you know the way the other team was one-upping them um like with the knife edge chops you know because we give walter all this credit for he does have an amazing chop which sounds incredible it does sound like like the lightning of thor like cracking through the sky it sounds incredibly painful uh, but Joe Coffey was definitely in a, you know, fuck you mode. Yeah. You know, you're going to, this big <laughs> idiot just enters and he can barely do a tag match. Like, Joe Coffey looked legitimately pissed. <laughs> and he was trying his best with his little short T-Rex arms to slap at the giant Walter. Um, it didn't have quite the thunderous, you know, uh, that just reverberating Indiana Jones whiplash effect. Um, but I, I feel watching this match... This is what British wrestling is supposed to be. What, you know, those three of those four guys were doing. Um, it, just, it, it was so weird. Like, Walter got a bump because he screwed up going over the top rope. And he headbutted the rope. And he's bleeding all over. And the ref had to get gloves on. Well, part of that was, like, we have to give some blame to, like, just Mark losing grip on the rope. Because you saw it where he lost he lost the rope he's supposed to hold it down like the move is he holds the ropes down and then walter you know clumsily topples over the ropes really stupid wrestling move when you think about it but he did not you know like that he just made look fucking terrible and then the rest of the match was kind of kind of a like i don't know botch after botch and it was that was like because that was so close to the end of the match it was like that was the the cherry on top of like all of these other botches that were going on yeah i think it's just weird because i thought this was going to be a walter showcase and they've you know he's got an amazing entrance song he's got a you know incredible entrance with that white black contrast yeah the white screen and you see his black silhouette and then you turn the lights on and he's got the white vest on the black coat um you know, he comes out to the the genesis of the th- the Jaws theme. Um, he's got the knife edge chops. He's got the power moves. It was just kind of weird. It was like they'd never, you know, uh, you know. That's why, like, when you watch a Usos versus New Day match, it's so good because they've wrestled each other a thousand times. Um, it just looked like these four guys needed a lot more chemistry. Um, like they they just didn't have any of the rhythms down. It was, I don't know. It was just it was kind of. It was very surprising. I didn't expect to have this reaction. I was looking forward to this match, you know, last week. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, first, we've only seen Walter fight, what, two or three times? Yep. So, you know, not a big deal. He'll he'll be fine. He it's does. Kinda, just kind of surprising. Yeah, he does He does a mean drop kick for a giant, you know, behemoth. But w- w- we also have to recognize the fact that we've just seen him in slap matches, you know? So, or I should say chop matches. Eh. <laughs> he's not really well, doing know. a chop. He's definitely doing, like, he's cu- he's definitely doing a slap. 
because he leaves a full <laughs> hand mark so it's not but i'll i'll, I'll i don't want to rag on walter i'm still excited we need to see more but if this i mean mike one more point on this actually if i could this just popped in my head so i'm sorry we're still talking nxt uk all you wwe fans but like this is a match they have the ability to edit like and this ran over that match ran right. over the time the usual time limit for nxt uk and by the way good on nxt and nxt uk for running over the time because who gives a fuck you own the network good on you right i think it adds to uh the unpredictable uh, ability of these matches but back to the matter at hand this match went on way too long and included all of walter's botches so was the match that bad was it even worse are there things that they edited out that <laughs> like you know what i'm saying well i i, I honestly didn't feel like it was a long match because I, I really like watching the coffee brothers i like pete dunn uh when walter didn't have to worry so much about like tag team segments i thought he looked you know like the usual walter we're used to it was just just that element was kind of bizarrely clunky um Besides that, for UK, um, I know in the show notes you wanted to mention that. It looks like Cassius, or sorry, Cassius Ono. Um, is he going to be a regular on UK now? He's at least um, had promos two weeks in a row, so that tells me, you know, and he's not fighting. You know, he's not doing the one-off, we're all in Phoenix kind of fight. Now he's he's doing promos saying he's done in NXT, and he. Th- you know he's he's been a globe trotting indie guy is what he said in the promo so why not but yeah, i don't know i mean i, I, mean, I still uh... don't think anything's gonna come out of this i think he'll lose to you know i don't know walter probably and then he'll come no, back to NXT. I, like i'm just fine with that because i know he's really good at you know that job where uh if you will he's really good at uh getting people over and it you know he knows how to make his strikes look and sound really good and uh he doesn't need to win he's just there to get other guys over and um yeah you know there's yeah, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of people who've done that through the years and i you know i'd give him an a plus at that so i'm i'm pumped to see who he gets to battle with um well, I'm gonna... know, if we end up getting to see him against eddie dennis if we get to see him against uh yeah um uh, keep going gracious do the whole NXT UK roster. I can't. I forgot the freaking guy with the great entrance where it looks like an earthquake when he walks out. And he's wearing the Vader outfit. Oh my god. How much How much are we drinking today, Matt? I don't know. Well, I was just going to say, um, uh, you know, he'll he'll be a jobber. But I, I'm i also a little worried about Zia Brookside and her awful promo. But I, I don't really want to get into it. I just want to mention that it was pretty bad and I was not impressed. And I know she's been on the mouths of some of the WWE superstars. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just need to change my perspective and just start only cheering for good wrestling. Because when I worry about the entire the entirety of a superstar, um, I, I have less fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Any uh, anything else for UK on your on your end, Matt? No, I think I think it's time we we'll move on to uh, good old NXT and talk about that amazing, ama- another just amazing show. Starts off mustache. Oh, I thought Mountain of his name, and- Dave Mastiff. Jesus. All right, we're back in the game. Matt, right. NXT. I'm glad that Google helped you think it of was, his name. It really didn't. I just I just remembered he's like a big 
dog. He's like a big mastiff. Mastiff. Got him. <laughs> All right. Back in the game. Uh, any uh let's stop talking about all those UK superstars. <laughs> so to kick off NXT was Mustache Mountain jobbing oh uh, out to the Forgotten Sons. Mike, this needed to happen. Mustache Mountain's fine. Uh, yeah. They even gave a promo about how, how bad they want the NXT UK tag titles. So I, uh, I, I'm, this is perfectly fine. And the Forgotten Sons needed to beat someone and they look scary and i'm cool with it i their moveset kind of blows and that's all i have to say about that um well with this match i mean mustache mountain doesn't ever need to win again they're they're over in our hearts um i do want to say that uh this past week wwe had a t-shirt offer and this brother of discussion ordered himself three shirts ew Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler, and Mustache Mountain. Oh my God! <sighs> well, I have a mustache now, so I wanted to wear a shirt that lets you know that I have a mustache. Hey, that's a mustache <laughs> up there. <laughs> I didn't have too much oh. chocolate milk today. <laughs> um, I you know. I think it was uh, when we first looked at the brackets. I know I personally was like, oh, well, I guess Mustache Mountain's going to be the representative from that side. Um, but, you know, this is going to be a good opportunity for the Forgotten Sons who barely get pushed. Uh, they've had a lot of 50-50 booking in NXT. Yeah. Um, you know, they. It, this business is about getting everybody over. So it smells like... They could even potentially win this tournament somehow. Yeah, I think um, they are. You know, because I think ideally you want to have Alistair and Ricochet involved in the you know main uh, belt matches for the takeover at WrestleMania. You know, you don't want to waste them in a tag team match. Um, I think Ricochet and Alistair will be more... Um, they'll be happier to be involved in WrestleMania. I don't know. They, they might. They might do double. I don't know. They could. That's true. But I. I just. I don't know where. I don't know where do you put them? Aren't, aren't we doing Matt Riddle and Velveteen? Well, that's for the North American. We. We just. They just vacated oh, the belt for the regular right. NXT. I read this. Uh, spoiler. Never mind. So are we? Yeah, because they're just gonna. <laughs> they're probably just gonna crown the champion at. At TakeOver? Is that the plan? Maybe. Oh, no. How many spoilers have you read, Matt? I know all the episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I... Why would you do that? crumbled as a man last night, and I saw the spoilers were up, and I said, oh, let me just read one. Like, I was like, I'll just see... Let me just see what happens in the first episode, and then I'll know what happens with the NXT championship. Uh... And then Man, I read, you never you never catch the dragon. Then I read three pages of spoilers, and now I know oh every God. episode of NXT up until WrestleMania. God damn it, Matt! <laughs> I know. I forgot most of it. Does that count? No. I most See? of it's gone. Woo! So, oh God! It just disappeared. Anywhoozle, it's gonna be tough Ugh. to have any wrestling conversation with you about NXT now. 
Damn it. Do they crown a champion before the show? So, before man, WrestleMania? I, I really think Bianca Belair has a good shot at winning that title at TakeOver. Yeah, sure, oh my Mike. God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They, they announced the match already. It's a, it's a fatal four-way. They announced it on Twitter. For the women? Oh, with EO and uh, Kyrie. Yeah. Well, that's two. But also Bianca and Shayna is going to be involved as well. Oh, I think. Hmm. Uh, I mean, not that we want to get into that now, but my early guess is they're gonna give the title to Bianca because they really think like. So? I just feel like they're trying to find a way for her to win, and she almost beat EO, which you know it's just it's weird to me because I I still I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like Bianca's promos. And she comes out... Oh, I can't stand her promos. I even feel like, uh... Well, I say that in ref... Go ahead. Offended. Yeah? Uh, like, racially, because she... She's... she's. It almost feels like a, like a stereotype Careful. that they're putting together. Oh, Easy. no, you're right. No, you're 100% correct. I... I, um, I... And it's the problem, you know... Why do we hate Jinder Mahal's character? Not, like, hate it. I hate the idea of the character. Like, when we talked a year ago, a year and some change, about how great Jinder Mahal was when he delivered, like, a promo about trying to impress the fans and we could never get past his heritage. So then what What happens, like, a month later? His on, the only thing that he... Really, like, you know, he's just Indian. That's his character. And now he comes yeah. out and does yoga poses so yeah. but i think you're right i i i think bianca belair is this like horrible caricature where she could probably be served better like trying to be herself i don't know and i really hate the idea that she just acts like she never lost because it's like when you're in an argument with someone and they won't just admit that they're wrong and they just you know yeah whatever whatever and they just keep saying whatever louder and louder and louder until you get... Like, yeah. I've done that before. So, like, it's happened. But when it happens to me, I fucking hate it. And it makes me so yeah. goddamn angry. And that's... I think that's part of the reason, like, Shane is so mad at Bianca and went out and beat the shit out of her is, you know, she's sitting there talking about how she's undefeated, but she does have a loss. And it's to Shayna. I don't know. It just yeah, I, it drives me insane. I don't know. It's uh it it feels like a a very very top heavy division. Um I feel like Raw and SmackDown respectively um you know probably have about four probably about four women who could, you know, run the division. Like run the division. So that's about eight women total. But NXT really feels like a one woman show where, you know, if if god forbid Shayna got injured Woo wee! I don't know what the hell they would do. Um, it it doesn't feel like there's somebody waiting in the wings like there has been in you know years past. Um, and that's somebody who just bought a Kyrie Sane shirt. I, yep. I just don't know if she's. You know she doesn't have the pro she can't cut a promo so it's you know you're just relying on her entrance and her wrestling ability which is very strong, obviously. Uh, but you know is that enough to carry the entire women's division every week? No. It's not. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and answer my own question. It makes you sound smart. Yeah. Uh, so, 
So, you know, Shayna is really that good. She's got incredible promos. Her moveset's scary. She's, you know, polished in the ring. She, we, you know, we've been over this, you know, a couple times now. Um, she deserves her spot. I, I don't know what they're going to do next. Because uh, it almost feels like with Ronda saying goodbye here, potentially after WrestleMania, because she wants to, you know, make a family, that, you know, Shayna might be one of the day after Mania call-ups. And... You know, she'd be feuding with people on Raw. Um, that might be the big swerve where, you know, we're trying to figure out how, you know, we give all these people WrestleMania moments. One thing that could maybe prevent Becky and Charlotte is, you know, run-ins by these UFC folks. Um, I don't know. You know, it, it, we're, we're excited that something like, you know, you can't have everything perfect all at once. So it kind of feels like, uh, the tag team divisions are getting really strong, and now we're having a little trouble with, you know, what used to be one of the better divisions was the women in NXT. Now it's just kind of, you know, we're in a we're in a in a middle ground here. We got to figure this out. Uh, we need somebody to grab some brass rings, if you will. So, um, as far as what you're saying, it, it you know, I don't want to go too much longer on this. This is maybe the longest run-on sentence we've ever had on the show, uh, but. <laughs> Somebody step I've, up. I've adjusted so that I'm holding my head up now with my hand. <laughs> somebody, somebody step up and help Shayna. Correct. Now moving on to DIY versus Ricochet and Alistair Black. Mike, the match was fucking great. The storyline was fucking great, but unfortunately, we, we all know, know how it had to end. Yeah. Um, Mike, I, you know what? I got some shit because I said what, I did man? not see that coming. I didn't see... So, uh, Gargano and Champa lose because Gargano, his knee was hurt. Um, and it's just too much for Champa. So DIY goes down to Alistair and Ricochet. They walk off, and I... You know what? I don't know... I, I'm torn, okay? I'm torn, Michael. Champa put down that title. So Gargano's injured. He's sitting outside of the ring. He's holding his knee. His wife runs out, gives him kisses, trying to make him feel better. And yeah. Champa holds his NXT title. He looks at it. I don't know if you caught this. And then he set it down. The thing that he never puts down. And then he goes over to Gargano to help him up. Mike, I was watching that. And out loud I went, aww. They're back. I thought, like, this story was going to go, like, they're, they're DIY again. They're aw shucks losers. They're going to be buddies. And then, like, Gargano would turn heel on Champa. Like, I thought that's what we were watching. And goddamn, did it change quickly. But I, I just, I wanted to bring up that point on the show only because it, it really touched me. And then the second time that Champa helped Gargano up, I really thought, like, oh my god, they're really telling the story that Champa cares about Gargano again. And then a second later, he's getting ready to whip him at the screen, and Gargano yeah. reveals that he never was hurt, and he stops him on a dime and, and then goes on to break his neck. Yep. <laughs> I hope that's the storyline going forward. Like, 
you know, Triple H comes out to announce the NXT championship match, and then he's like, well, uh, Champa broke his neck on that super kick from Gargano, so you guys better watch out for that super kick. Super kicks are outlawed. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how you felt watching it, but that's how I felt. I was really touched when uh, Champa put down the NXT title for, like, the first time that I can remember and thought about someone else before that NXT title. I thought, like, I really thought that was a change was coming, and they pulled it away from me, pulled the rug right out from underneath me. Just, oh. No, I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I think Champ and Gargano are are they seem hyper aware of everything the camera catches. So those two guys telling that story, it was, you know, they they made sure that it was it was visible, something like that, you know, for the for the for the diehards like us, you know, who want to see those little glimpses of hope, you know, like maybe DIY will be okay, and you know, just as quickly as you think that you're you're gonna get a happy ending, there's just too much history there, you know. Gargano had to make that 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 move for himself, and it was. It was it was heartbreaking because you want it to happen, but you still understood it storyline wise because of what a bastard Champ has been for a year. Um, it's yeah, it's also it's, heartbreaking it's, in the sense that we almost got the story we wanted months ago, and now Champa's neck needs to be fixed with nuts and bolts. Yep. Well, I think what's uh, at least gives me a little bit of optimism that you know it could actually come to fruition. Is you know maybe we will be able to get you know Champa in there for a few segments, even if he's not wrestling, just to you know tell some more stories with with John. Um, you know we did get a little bit of that when he was injured before. Um, you know he would kind of be out on the on the ramp, just kind of smiling and waving. So you know as soon as we get him back, the better. Um, yeah i don't know it like it was almost like you know watching uh the finger snap scene in you know avengers you know it's where you know it's just something super memorable and you can't wait for the next chapter in the story but you know you know in that case they had to wait a year in our case you know with wrestling we're gonna be waiting another six months so (sighs) you know it wetted the palate and you know you just you want another flavor Another tasty Champa beard flavor. <laughs> uh, Matt, one one thing I did want to touch on, just because I know that you have no. kind of polarizing opinions uh, for these two guys. How do you feel about Adam Cole and Matt Riddle about to start a feud? Um, Super stoked? Yeah. It's definitely going to happen. It sounded like you're trying to think of a synonym for excited, and <laughs> you couldn't find one. Um i don't know what to say i i mike i my uh the what i want to say um you know what i'm not gonna say anything but remind you that i read every single spoiler for every (laughs) oh no (laughs) let's just leave it at that um it's tough for me to answer this because I am not going to lie to the fans of pro wrestling and the brothers of discussion. And uh, I also don't want to look like an idiot 
So I'm just gonna <laughs> keep my mouth shut. I'm okay, sorry. Well. Yeah, here we are. Sorry, that is the first hot tag question that will not be answered on Brothers of Discussion. <laughs> uh, okay. I know too much. I already know what's going to happen, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, la da for you, Matt. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we're going to get, what, um, Alistair and Ricochet versus the Forgotten Sons. Um, I, I think Forgotten Sons, are you picking them as well yep. to uh, fight at TakeOver? Yep. And that's in two weeks. So that puts mm. us... So what did the we'll spoilers have... say about that match, Matt? I don't know. Um... Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Why would you do that? No, I, I don't think that was in the spoilers. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't. That, that's, that, I'm just picking the Forgotten Sons. Um, so right. that would um, put us on the 27th, and then WrestleMania is... Uh, April 7th, correct? So we would have one more NXT episode to help us. Oh, wait. Yeah, so then that should have been in the spoilers. I just can't think of who won. Folks, I'm not spoiling it when I say I'm picking Forgotten Sons. I just know other things about other wrestlers. <laughs> Matt knows some shit. I know some shit. Uh, Alright, so we're at an hour and 11 minutes. We've got... Mike, I'm going to let you pick one thing from the main roster since we already talked main roster for 45 minutes. Um, I will say... Dang. I'm going to say that what I want to focus on real quick, this is... So they're getting... They get multiple segments now on pay-per-views and SmackDown. They're going to get a second segment here on Brothers of Discussion. Matt, when the New Day cut their promo against vince mcmahon on tuesday this is just one little aspect that i want to make sure we touch on usually they come out they're playing trombones they're throwing pancakes um even if it's tag team title time you know they're still doing the goofy entrance tuesday they took it seriously they came out driven focused um they look like they did they, they give a damn about you know owning gold about getting real opportunities you know about being yeah um ambassadors for this whole damn company and it gave me chills um as far as you know uh we we harp on it a lot how few opportunities black wrestlers get to really be you know at the top of the mountain i think all three of those guys you know kofi unfortunately on the bottom of the three for me but still in the mix um, it's an embarrassment that those three guys, if they go their whole careers without holding main event um, uh, solo championships. The promos those guys cut, you know, honestly, those were, those, those were so fiery. You know, th those could be right up there with, you know, the way they pat Cena on the back for his intensity. And, they, you know, if they need to promote something heavily and they need some enthusiasm, they call out, you know, the leader of C-Nation the new day could do just as well in that spot i think that's they showed a lot on tuesday and they they showed that they could be the face of all of wwe like they're they're not just a clown act and i i, I hope i hope that that you know lightning in a bottle that they felt at you know elimination chamber i hope that this can be you know the the launching pad for them to be taken serious at you know for some point 
I know wrestling's got to be, you know, there's there's so many, you know, segments we got to do every week. You know, we can't just do serious wrestling all the time. You got to lighten it up a little bit. But, man, would we be in good hands with the New Day running a show? Uh, Matt, I don't know if you want to piggyback on that or if you just want to pluck something from the main roster to talk about. But that's, you know, I, I want to make I wanted to make sure that Brothers of Discussion mentioned how strong those promos were again on Tuesday. Well, that was uh, quite a waste on the old pick one item from the main event, and you went ahead and picked one we already talked about. Um, so <laughs> I, I guess I'll just reiterate the fact that I still have to eat a biggie dick cake because I picked him to win the money in the bank, and he didn't even enter uh, into the money in the bank uh, almost a year ago. So obviously I love the New Day. Obviously I love Big E. And when I chow down on some Biggie cock cake, uh, I'll be, you know, living proof of it. So, yeah, uh, we love the New Day, and we know they're awesome, and fuck the WWE, and how many goddamn articles have we written about how fucking racist they are. Um, oops, did I say that? There goes my shot at a job. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh... Uh, go new day and this this is at least the first step uh, of many and i think um you know if i if if that's the game we want to play i'm not thinking xavier's ever gonna be mr gold but uh big biggie should biggie should be holding some gold he has fun out there he gets serious he's intimidating he's strong he's got a great move set uh at this point, I think you've done enough to, to build believability in this team. And I think, um, you know, last year when we talked about Biggie going for, uh, you know, main event title spots, uh, part of the concern was can they still get the crowd excited uh, when, they're, when they're apart, when they're not the new day. I think what they're proving now is they never have to break up and they can still go after main roster titles and just get support from their buddies. Yep. Um so if if you want to do um if you want to do one more segment cuz I know you and I talked about it this week as far as like I feel like this is one of the better builds to WrestleMania that we've seen in a while and it helps when the whole roster's not hurt. Um but as far as two guys who are doing just being booked phenomenally it's Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, you know, two guys in their 40s. Uh, you know, they've been around the block. They, you know, have no reason to, you know, be dominating, you know, our TVs anymore. This this felt like a spot ripe for, you know, let's let's let the young guys in. But I feel like these two guys are, are doing such a great job of getting themselves over and whoever they're fighting. Like, Rey Wait. Mysterio... You know who this oh. is all for, right? Ooh. This is all for Andrade. Yeah. All, this whole Samoa Joe, R-Truth, Ray, it's all for Andrade. Uh, the Any of the tag matches, the Fatal 4-Ways, the changing of title belts. Andrade's going over at Mania, and he's going to have that U.S. title. I, I love it. You know, this fucking racist company and giving the title to Andrade. Mm. I'm just kidding. Let me... So if we walk out of WrestleMania, we'd have Seth Rollins, Andrade, Kofi, 
who else? Usos. This will be, you know, this will be the WWE kind of giving back to all those years that they were sex of shit. Kind of like how, like, the Oscars work now. It's just, it's kind of got to happen this way. <laughs> okay. Um, I, you know, I think you're totally right when you said Andrade. Uh, that's the exact name I was going to pull. Because um, we already, you know, Rey Mysterio is, is Kevlar. He, you know, doesn't matter. He could eat, you know, ten losses in a row and we still, you know, are going to respect him in the ring. Um, somehow, same with Samoa Joe. Um, even though he, this is his first ever championship on the main roster, and it's the lowly U.S. title, Matt, if Andrade doesn't go over at WrestleMania, I'm honestly giddy to see Samoa Joe battle, you know, the, kind of the mid-tier wrestlers of, you know, SmackDown. Um, just because Joe's promos are so good, he's, he's just really been on a hot streak. Um, his feud with Mustafa Ali, I, I don't think in my... Goodness gracious, I, I don't think I ever watched, you know, the Cruiserweight uh, tournament or, I, I, you know, I never watched 205 Live and thought, man, that Mustafa Ali is going to be huge. Um, you know, all they did was, you know, put some Power Ranger effects on him and, you know, put him in a couple matches with Samoa Joe. And my God, you know, you got to give Joe credit for helping get that guy over. Rey Mysterio, you got to, you know, for Andrade getting over, you got to thank him. Um Whoever is behind the scenes putting these together, this this has been a plus 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 plus, um, and it it it's nice that you know it's not just a, a top heavy show where you're just waiting for the main event guys to come out. These these guys are making me want to tune into hour one of you know SmackDown. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I I love SmackDown. I, I it's a much quicker show to me. Um, not because it's two hours compared to three. I just I feel like I look up and it's the main event, you know. So I, I, I I've loved SmackDown for the last year now. Um, ever since I don't know. I guess even before it went live, it was already the better of the two wrestling shows. But now it, it's just this great mix of 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 great story and great talent and you know honestly when you think about it it should be the location of becky and charlotte too but um eh, who cares about that um all right so we are at uh, an hour and 20 minutes um i gave you permission to bring up one topic uh like 12 minutes ago and you brought right, up let me, two let me let me pick one so we're there. done oh yeah <laughs> okay uh, give me what i want give me you know what i want wait my my headphones are dying, so we got to wrap up. Um, I what I want. Go to brothersadiscussion.com, bodpodcast.com, at bodpodcast for Facebook and Twitter. Uh, find us just by Googling Brothers of Discussion, because you're not going to find that other fucking podcast. You're going to find us talking pro wrestling. <laughs> uh, that's the brothers. original, one and only, Brothers of Discussion, bitch. alright thanks everybody and uh, please go to iTunes and SoundCloud and like, subscribe and review please please do that, it helps us sign the petition to get us on Spotify please God, thank you, bye